I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She's the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, many homeowners consider renting out a home when they need to move out instead of selling. What are some of the pros and the cons of selling the home versus renting the home out? Well, Richard, there are some situations where renting a home out would make more sense. And there are some situations where people just think, well, if I sit on it for a long time, like I look back on some of the homes that I've owned before and have sold and like, wow, I wish I still had that. You know, I think I've heard everybody say that. However, at the end of the day, there are a lot of red flags and most of them have to do with being a landlord. Um, If you need the money to purchase your next home, then it it makes sense to sell it rather than rent it out. Because yeah, you could pull equity out of it. Um, And I've had some people do it that had pay for homes and they didn't want to deal with all the chaos of, you know, worrying about timing both closings exactly on the same day. There's a way to do that if you plan to ultimately sell the home. Those are, that's a great idea. However, if you're going to keep the home and rent it out, and it's not in your budget, if a tenant moves out and you have an empty home where you're not receiving income, it's, it becomes a nightmare. So um, you really have to consider your financial situation before you do that. Um, if you're leaving town and you're not coming back, I don't see any reason to hang on to it. There are some people that are pretty good at that. And maybe if they hire a really good manager, um, it could work out, but you you know, it, there's a lot of pieces, parts to having a rental property. First of all, some of the insurance companies and in particular, some of the lenders are not really comfortable with you if you don't have any experience in property management. Now, you can hire a good manager and there, there are some that I can recommend. I don't do property management except for my own. It, I, it wasn't my wheelhouse. This is what I focus on. So it's not my thing. But I know an awful lot about it because we've owned rentals. We still own one. And that one is a constant money pit for us. <laughs> so if that's not comfortable for you, then I wouldn't recommend it. And then if you do need to move and um, you haven't ever rented out a home before, then there are some things that you really need to think about. Let's let's say you can get what's called a home equity line of credit. You don't get 100% of your equity, but you get a, a large chunk. I think I've heard some of these lenders go as high as $400,000. Um, but let, let's, you can, there's a couple of websites that you can go look at that you can actually do the math and see if it's going to work. And I've used these. Like I was thinking about buying another rental. For me, a, a perfect rental is one where I don't have to take care of the yard and all that. But uh, there's a website called bigger, B-I-G-G-E-R pockets.com. And that one has a really cool investment calculator that helps you work, work through. If I spend this much money, it has you set aside money for repairs, that sort of thing. It's an excellent source. Um, there's some other legal aspects about owning a rental property that are very important. Like you have to have a lease. So I think it's true in any state that what's ever in your lease is the agreement. And that's, that's what's controlling. I've been to court over lease disputes years ago. 
uh, and I've noticed that the judges really default to what's the written word. So you definitely want to have an attorney write your lease. Um, handling deposits can be very tricky because you're handling other people's money. You need to have a system for handling repairs and maintenance. Uh, I have one good friend here in town that's a real estate broker. He's also a property manager. He's excellent. I would turn my properties over to him if I was leaving. And basically, he has a system where the minor repairs are already built into the lease. And the, the tenant, there's no mysterious mystery as far as what's going to happen if my dishwasher breaks or my disposal breaks or the furnace goes out. He doesn't have to get the calls at three in the morning because he already has an established protocol built out with the tenant. So I think that's pretty important. Um, the other issue is eviction. So you really have to be a lawyer to evict. Uh, I know people do it on their own. Um, however, and the, if you go down the county courthouse, they'll walk you through it. But there are always legal landmines that you have to worry about. So in my view, I wouldn't do that anymore. I'd hire an attorney if you have to evict somebody that's not paying. Um, I've had people evict someone for behavior, like if they were growing marijuana in the house. We actually took over a home one time, that ended up being a bank-owned home, that these people that moved in, I assumed that they were tenants. It was a, it was a ranch in a, in a really nice neighborhood, and the basement was unfinished. And when we got the property, it looked as though it was busted by the ATF because wow. there were there were like uh, plants on top of this big breakfast bar in the kitchen that were marijuana plants that were just chopped off. Uh, all of the windows were sealed up to keep the humidity in. And in the basement, there were 50 electrical outlets in an unfinished basement. And the, the concrete slab was all pitted with uh, probably water flowing over it, you know? <laughs> and I'm sure the way they got caught is they just hang out at the utility company and see yes. this huge power load being used, you know? Yep. Wouldn't be too hard for ATF guys to figure it out, but you, you, you have to have those kind of provisions built into your lease because you can't evict them if you don't have it in your lease over that, especially with it being quasi-legal in Colorado. So. There's a lot of things you have to think about when somebody else occupies your home. Um, many times it could be great. It could work out great, but other times it may not. Let me, let me tell you another story. I had a friend that uh, we knew they were coming back uh, and they said, Barbie, help us with this property. I'm like, sure. So I helped them place the tenant. I wasn't really their ongoing manager, but they were out of state and they asked me to check in on the property because the neighbor sent them a picture of how the tenant drove through the garage door going out. <laughs> so it did a lot of damage to the door. So I had to go over there and he asked me to inspect and I did it for him. And it was surprising. I mean, when they bought the house and had brand new carpet, in less than a year of this place being rented out, it just reeked of dog urine. So I, I pretty much tell people, if you're gonna rent it out, you have to expect some pretty cosmetic damage to take place, landscaping, carpet, paint, those things, you have to budget for those because they're not going to take care of it like it was their own home, Richard. 
You're listening to Barb Schlinker. That is your home sold guarantee. That is her guarantee and the name of the real estate company. Real Estate Voice Show is brought to you by your home sold guaranteed realty. And you can always reach Barb at 719-301-3900 or simply visit barbhasthebuyers.com. So, Barb, what are some of the other issues that homeowners should consider when they're deciding whether or not to sell a home or to rent it out? Well, this shouldn't surprise people to know that in many cases, not all, but in many cases, tenants are really not good at taking care of single family homes. Uh, I've, I've, we have owned several single family homes as rentals in the past. And even if I put in brand new landscaping, brand new fence, it got thrashed every single time. Plumbing problems can come up. Uh, one time I had a tenant call me and uh, they asked me to hire a plumber to fix the disposal. The disposal was broken. Well, guess what? There was a penny in the disposal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. What's a penny doing in the kitchen sink? Um, mechanical systems can go out. And of course, that's a problem because they have to be able to live there. So like if the furnace goes out or water heater, those are important. And then the seller can be held liable for not complying with the neighborhood rules as well, because it's another part that the HOA is going to hold the homeowner responsible, not the tenant. So you have to make sure that all these things are built into your lease so there's no mystery about what happens. Um, but on the bright side, you can absolutely get a great lease that has your preferred contractors laid out that if you have a plumber go out if you have a plumbing issue if you have a furnace go out this is who you call you know don't call me until business hours um there are also warranties that you can buy that cover you for um if the tenant really does do a lot of damage to the house because unfortunately the way the laws are set up you'll collect a security deposit. It's theoretically a damage deposit, but typically it can't be more than the monthly cost of rent. Well, a couple thousand dollars is not going to be enough to fix most major problems. It certainly would not cover flooring or paint or things like that. And probably the most important advice I can give you is the who. Who you rent to absolutely matters. Um, it, you know, I've had lots of experiences. I've had lots of people that are uh, that I've met with that wanted to rent properties that I had for rent. They were very, very good schmoozers. And those are the ones that make me super nervous or they have a story. It's not my fault or they filed bankruptcy. And actually, if they filed bankruptcy, it may not be a horrible thing as long as they've cleaned up their act. Uh, I had one, actually I had somebody work for me uh, she was another agent, and that was kind of her her little side gig. She would manage rental, single-family home <laughs> rental properties. And as a broker, she came to me once, and I'm, I'm listening to the story, and I'm, I'm just thinking, oh, my God, we are going to be sued. And what had happened was the tenants that were in the house were trust account babies, so they paid rent a year in advance. So it seemed like a good tenant, right? But her and her boyfriend got into an argument. Fortunately, the kid was at school um, and then she left the place and called the police and the police came, the SWAT team came to the house <laughs> and what they, they blew 
a hole in every door. They sent tear gas into the property trying to catch this guy that was in the house. He ended up getting away, but uh, it did so much damage. It, it did half of the home's value damage to the home. And guess what? That little spoiled tenant went to court to get her security deposit back and the sellers lost their case. She got her security deposit back. Can you believe that, Richard? Nothing anymore surprises me, Barb. I mean, you have brought so many stories that are counterintuitive and run against what normal people would do or a normal outcome would be. I can't say I'm surprised by anything you tell me. Yeah, I mean, so those are horror stories. I'm sure everybody's heard horror stories. You know, I would love to have more rental properties, but there is a lot of risk and, and it's not a passive investment like investing in the stock market. There is some work to it. Um, and there are also some tax consequences. So let's say you are moving away, but you think you're coming back. If that's the case, it would make sense to rent it out, but you're going to have to budget for those cosmetic repairs, plan on it, because the way the tax laws are set up, if you go to sell a home, and you've lived in it two of the last five years, you could profit as much as a half million dollars tax-free. But if you rented it out in the past two years, then it's a rental property and you would have to pay capital gains on the profit. So um, there are ways around that though. There's something called a 1031 exchange, which is a tax deferment of the profit. Um, but if you do plan to return to the home, just budget for it. Put some money aside. Plan on cosmetic damages, carpet, paint. Maybe you have to update the appliances, whatever. Just plan on it. Hire a good property manager and, and don't take the risk of doing this yourself because it, it could be a problem. So if you'd like to know about the rent versus buy calculator, there's actually a really good report on my website, barbhasthebuyers.com. You go up and click on seller guide. You can download all my reports or give us a call at 719-301-3900. Richard? We're here with Barb Schlinker on the Real Estate Voice Show. And if you're thinking of selling your home and want to get the very most amount of money when you sell, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. A short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing top questions to ask agents when you're selling your home. We'll have Barb Schlinker on that when we come back. 